Welcome back to another episode of Bible Conversations. Today, we're going to be talking about prayer. Alrighty. Well, today I think is going to be a rather short episode, Chris, as we're uh, currently... At trying the, to avoid an ice storm. Yes, right <laughs> at the start of it. And so we're yeah. we're not going to be here long, but we yeah. wanted to have a, a quick little discussion about prayer um, yeah. for this week. Yeah. So I uh man, prayer is something that I have I've always struggled with, to be honest with you. Yeah. My my prayer life, just trying to get it I don't even think right's the right right word. I just trying to get it to where I want it and where I want it is always changing and shifting and yeah. evolving and growing. And well, I think it's interesting you use that phrase, get it to where it's right, you yeah. know, because I don't think there is any right. No. I don't think there is a a correct um, example of a right prayer life, you know. Yeah. The only exception to that, I think, might be Daniel. You know? Okay. Daniel was very consistent about his prayer life. Yeah. And he was very purposeful about his prayer life. Well, and maybe that's where we're, you know, we always use the phrase, like, I want to, like, you know, I want to improve my prayer life, or I, I yeah. want to to do better. I want to get it right. You know, yes. we, we use these kind of phrases. Maybe the word we're looking for is consistent. Yes. And and that's something that, and, and this is, I guess this was my point at the beginning, and, and trying to get the right words is sometimes difficult. Um, <laughs> but, man, I've always struggled with consistency in prayer life. One yeah. of the things that I actually admire about the Muslim religion is they pray five times a day, mm-hmm. and it's they're very purposeful about it. And, yeah. and it's something that, you know, that I, I hate the word devout, but the word, you know, the, the devout Muslims, they're praying five times a day. Yeah. And, you know, I, 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 I wish that I had that type of consistency with my prayer life. You know, I'm not yeah. saying I don't pray. I pray. But I know I don't pray enough for me. Like I, I need to pray more and figuring out how to do that. And, and you know, I, we've made the, the statement a while back. I think we had a guest on that said, "You're as close to God as you want to be." Right? Yep. Well, your prayer life is as good as you want it to be. And exactly. I, I think. Yeah, you're in complete control. Yeah. yeah. And I think right now I'm, I'm struggling with. I like the idea of a better prayer life. Yeah. But the. The reality of getting there is difficult, and and it's verses like what I'm going to go over today, and I think what you're going to go over as well that that are going to help me get there, and that that I hope will help the listeners too, because I I want to start this off by letting everybody know that if you're struggling with your prayer life, you're not alone. Yeah, you know? well, I think that's something that um, throughout the church that people are like, you know, like what is it supposed to look like? What am I supposed to say? How often am I supposed to to say it? And um, it just kind of, what do I do? Uh, I I know I'm supposed to pray more than just at at bedtime and at mealtime. But what do I say? When do I say it? And how how do I go about saying it? So do you want to start? Yeah, yeah, I'll go and start. So the the verse that that comes to mind for me is Philippians 4, 6. Okay. Um, it says, do not be anxious about anything, which is very reminiscent of uh, the Sermon on the Mount. Yep. And Jesus talking, right? Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. One of the things that, that I have, over the last couple of years, tried to do more of is just thank God. Mm-hmm. Not ask for stuff. And, and that doesn't mean I don't, I, I ask for things. Yeah, because I'm 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 human and I'm selfish and also I'm asking for things for others and I'm I ask for things from God because He's asked us to do that. Yeah, but man, there's 
there's got to be thanksgiving there. We have to thank God for what we have. And you know the song, Count Your Blessings, right? Yep. Count your many blessings, name them one by one. I don't know if you've ever done it, but just sitting down and saying a prayer and just listing everything you have in your life that you're thankful for. Yeah. And dude, you even you even get to the point where you're like, man, I'm thankful for the TV. I'm thankful for the game yeah. system. I'm thankful for this that, roof over my this head. Roof over my head. I'm thankful yeah. that I have food in the fridge. I'm thankful that I have shoes on my a feet. Cat. I'm thankful. That, yeah, like yeah. just you know the things that we take so for granted. Yeah. So consistently. It reminds me of that song by Darius Rucker, a country song. Mm. Um, I got uh, shoes under my feet. Um, uh, it's something about his woman, a roof over his head. Um, basically, about lucky man. I think so. Yeah. That's not Darius Rucker, but that is. A is it not song. okay? No. Um, I forget who it's by, but it's 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 Lucky Man, and uh, you know, it, man, what a good song that is. I know I'm a lucky man. Uh, my heart's uh, or my my ticker's ticking like I know it should. I don't know. I think we're thinking of different songs, but uh, basically, it, it it's along the same lines of just yeah. like recognizing the things you don't typically recognize. Yes, and just being grateful for those, and you know, and so here, you know, the verse in Philippians four, you know, let your requests. Be made known to God. Well, God wants us to pray to Him with yeah. things that are in our lives that He that we we need to bring to Him, and we well, should. And sometimes we even when we talk about asking for things in prayer, sometimes we think it's in a selfish way. Yeah. You know, we're like, you know, I don't want to ask for too much because it's not about me. Well, in reality, when you do make requests in prayers, that is in a way a humble attitude because it's, it's showing I cannot do this by myself. Yeah. Uh, I'm making this request because I know it can only happen through God. You know, it's not a, oh, I, I don't need God's help, so I'm going to just do whatever I need for myself in this life. Instead, it's a, I know I don't have the power, and so I need to make this request of God. And, yes. that, and that's why he tells us, ask me for things, yeah. you know, the 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 father wants to give his children good gifts. He does. So, so I, I actually just looked up the songs. So you were thinking about all right. All right. Yeah. By Darius Rucker. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking of lucky man by Montgomery Gentry. Or at least okay. the version I know is Montgomery Gentry. He, he's one of my favorite country artists. But anyway, we, we talk to God because we know we can't do this alone. You know, there, there's an old story of, uh, you know, a man walking on a beach and God is walking side by side with them. And yeah. uh, after a while, you know, the man looks back and he sees there's only one set of footprints. And, and he goes, well, God, where you, you abandoned me during this time in my life. And God yeah. says, no, I, I carried you then. Yeah. You know, the footprints weren't the man's. The footprints were God's. He was yeah. carrying. And, you know, we we have to rely on God. And I think I, I, I know, you know, I mean, I spent so many years being agnostic and not a Christian that the idea of prayer is something I still – I still struggle with. Like I understand mm-hmm. its power. I, I I get all of that, but man, I spent so many years not praying. Yeah, and I never made it a habit. Right, my my formative years, it was never a habitual thing for me. Yeah, and so now it's a struggle for me to have a good prayer life. Yeah, and I hate that. Like I really hate that. And it's something that I'm constantly working on, and constantly reminding myself of, and constantly beating myself up over yeah. because I'm like, I need, I need to talk to God. Yeah, like that's who I need to talk. I, to. I find it interesting. One of the times where um, I pray the best, mm-hmm. I shouldn't say like my better prayers, but like where I am more consistent in yeah. my prayers um, is actually while I'm driving. Yeah. Um, and of course, if I don't have the radio on, if nothing's uh, playing, I'm just stuck there with my own thoughts, and I find myself every so often. You know, as I'm just kind of there with my own thoughts, thinking to myself, like, okay, I'm 
directing these thoughts now to God. And I don't say anything out loud, but it's like, you know, we know he knows our hearts. We know he knows what's on our minds. And so I find myself just pausing and saying, okay, these thoughts that I have and nothing comes out of my mouth, but now I'm directing these thoughts towards God. And that's, that becomes my, my prayer. And well, um, our, our prayers don't have to be verbal. I mean, no, you look at the, the woman who was accused by, um, uh, oh, who was it that, that bore Elijah? Uh, what was the name of the, the priest, uh, in Samuel or Samuel? Um, oh, um, well, Eli was the priest. Eli was the priest. Okay, yeah. so it was. Um, so so yeah. Hannah bore yeah. Samuel. Yes, yeah, so yeah. Hannah bore Samuel. Well, when Hannah was praying, Eli thought she was drunk. Yeah. We we don't have to say anything out loud to pray to God, but we do have to talk to God, you know. Yeah. And, and and I think, you know, part of that, there's a psychological aspect of that. If we are giving up our burdens and we are giving them to something else, we are putting them out into the open, right? Well, mm-hmm. It's not just to the open. It's it's to the Lord of hosts. It's to the creator of the universe. It's yep. to the, the being who spoke everything to in, in existence. Well, and, and that kind of goes into what I want to talk about today um, in regards to prayer and, and turning over the things that are on your heart, turning over the things that you're struggling with. Um, it's one of David's more well-known prayers. Well, probably yeah. David's most well-known prayer. Uh, it comes from Psalm 51. And um, obviously, verse one starts, have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions, wash me through from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. And he continues all the way down. The the part that we recognize is in verse 10, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. And uphold with uphold me with a willing spirit. What a beautiful prayer. That's that's David's prayer and repentance of his sin with Bathsheba. Yeah. And you know, we think of this as a song because we sing it with the teens, creating me a, cl- a clean heart. Yeah. And um and obviously it's in the book of, of Psalms. Um and so we think of it as a as a song, but this is a prayer that David yeah. is is pinning, you know, it's a, a yeah. prayer that he is writing down yeah. um, to ask for forgiveness, to turn over the things that are are too large for him to struggle with. And and what's really interesting about it is you see two distinct uh, reactions from David throughout yeah. this story. You know, the, the first reaction is obviously his sin. Yeah. Uh, he's out on the rooftop. He sees, he sees Bathsheba. He wants to be with her intimately. And so as king, he just summons her to the the castle or the wherever he's he's dwelling and and uh sleeps with her and um she is with child and so then he sends off her husband to go die in war um you know to to go to battle withdraw the troops from him um uriah the hittite is killed in battle Mm -hmm. um and then you know it's it's cover up after cover up to to cover up that sin you know it's as you read through that story it's david trying to take it upon himself to fix the problem over and over and over again. Um, And finally, his reaction is finally creating me a clean heart. You know, it's, it's a, I cannot, can't keep doing this. Keep. Yeah. I can't keep doing this. I I cannot try to, to handle this by myself. And so then he starts, have mercy on me. Oh God. Yeah. That's incredible that that's how his prayer starts is it's kind of like a, I've messed up. 
big yeah. time. Uh, yeah. I didn't turn to you the first time I messed up, um, which already was was bad because I messed up. Yeah. But then I tried to to fix that. I tried to fix that, fixing that. I tried yeah. to fix that, fixing that, fixing that. And so finally, he's just like, "Oh man, please have mercy on me." And he didn't go to God presumably before all of this happened too, right? Like, yeah. there's there's so much of of our prayer life that that we need to work on in general. And, 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 you know, David's prayer here is, is the prayer of forgiveness and it's the yeah. prayer of, Hey, I've messed up. I need help. And Lord, please help me. Well, then there's also those, there's, there's times of good. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, I think Psalm 23 kind of reminds me of that at least a little bit, you know, yeah. though, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me, you know, and, and and so there there's those times of of good even even when things around seem bad there's those times of feeling good where you know God is with you and and yeah. and you want to praise God for that yeah. Psalm thirty four is the one that comes to mind when yeah. we talk about that you know verse one I will bless the Lord at all times His praise shall continually be in my mouth and then jump down to verse four I sought the Lord and He answered me yeah. and delivered me from all my fears those who look on Him are radiant and their faces shall never be ashamed you know yeah. it's this um, it's this glorifying God. Um, whenever I am teaching like a, a devotional, uh, or anything like that, yeah. uh, about prayer, I always try to bring up and I don't do it every time, but I try to bring up the, the idea of praying through scripture. Mm. And, uh, basically what I mean is like, I have the, uh, the folks that are, you know, whoever I'm teaching, uh, just open their Bible to any random Psalm yeah. and read through it and then pray that psalm. So yeah. in other words, like read these words, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Yeah. Turn that into your own own words or take that just as I am, am driving and I'm like, okay, I'm going to direct these thoughts towards God. Nothing comes yeah. out of my mouth. Direct those words towards God and, yeah. and don't make them be you reading David's words, but instead make them be your own words that you are praying to God. Yeah. And using scripture to do that, that's kind of, you know, answers one of the questions we started with, like, what do I say? Yeah. And so, and there's all kinds of prayers of, of forgiveness, repentance, prayers of, praise. of thanks and praise and praise glorifying how almighty and how majestic God is. Yeah. You know, just, just taking a moment to realize how amazing and incredible the Lord is and then telling God, Lord, you're amazing, you yeah. know, is, yeah. is, is something we can do. And then, you know, I, as we're thinking, I know we're kind of coming to an end here, but, but as, as we've been thinking about this, taking a, a songbook yeah. and looking through one of your favorite songs and instead of singing that out loud, taking those words and praying those yeah. words. You can do the same thing, yeah, with with using the book of Psalms in yeah. your Bible or using a Psalm book. Yeah. Um, you, can, you can take those words and let them... I want to be a spark plug well, for them, your prayers. Let, yeah, let them fill your heart. Yeah, let them dwell within you. Right. Yeah, and, you know, that's what Book of Colossians talks about. Uh, is that you know we're to be filled. You know, I, yeah. maybe it's sorry, my brain is not working too great today. But um, the, the the verse we always go to Ephesians chapter um, five, I believe, uh, singing to one another in psalms and hymns yeah. and spiritual songs. Yeah, and, Ephesians five nineteen, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, we're Right before that, right, it talks about do not get drunk, right, with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, right? And then it's teaching and admonishing one another and addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Well, that idea of being filled there, that's that's what we should be doing. We should be so full of, of love in our hearts for God that we can't help but talk to Him and tell Him how much we love Him. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, when something bad happens in our life, what do we want to do immediately? We want to tell our wives. Like the, the first person that we want to talk to is our wives. Like, yep. honey, you won't believe what happened today, right? Yeah. The first thing we should do is talk to God yep. before our wives. Yep. And, and I know that sounds weird. It sounds different, but God has to come first. You yeah. know, I, I made a well, vow before, before the Lord and everybody. It's the whole discussion um, about like, and I, I've never had this discussion because I don't have kids, but I've... Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've seen it on social media and I've heard people talk about it, but you know, it's the question of who do you love more, your wife or your kids? And you know, people struggle with that. And it's like, how are you making me choose? And um, the, in reality, it goes back to, well, you got to love your wife first because that makes a better life for your kids. If their mom and dad have a good relationship, the same thing with, us and God. Yes. Who do you love more, your wife or God? Well, I have to love God first yeah. because that makes a better life for my wife. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I go back to the fact that I made a vow between, you know, with Alyssa in front of God, mm-hmm. in front of her, and in front of the entire auditorium at Keller. Yeah. That I would love God more than yeah. Alyssa. And that's, I mean, I, I, I remember the first time I heard somebody say that out loud. I was like, dude, you're crazy. <laughs> you're going to love God more than you – you're married to your wife. You're not married to God. Well, yeah. we kind of are married to God in a way. Yeah. We we well, are the bride yeah. of Christ, and and we have a responsibility to love the Lord with all of our heart and all of our soul and all of our strength and all of our mind, and we have to. And, yeah. and I think when we can learn to do that, when, when I can learn to take everything in my life first to God – and then to my wife. Yeah. Well, it, but part of the making God a priority of who you talk to, yeah. it goes into the whole aspect of our relationship with him. You know, um, he's our, our father. He's our, our savior. He's our, our Lord. Um, he's also our friend. Yeah. Um, it's, it's all of these. It's a very complex ways relationship. That, that the, 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 the father, that the, the son, that the spirit are described yeah. in, relation to us it's it helps you understand that it's more than just a mystical being out there um he's our our father he's our friend and um he's our comforter and keeper yeah and 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 recognizing that um helps with the i need to talk to my friend i I need to talk to my father you know yeah so well that's that's all i had that I, I enjoyed this uh, this conversation, and um, I hope that uh, listeners gain something from it. I know I mm-hmm. I did. I, I always I always feel a little more convicted to pray after a discussion about prayer. Yeah. Um, so, but anyway. Well, if you're in Texas, uh, hope you're staying warm because we are struggling too. <laughs> um, so, um, but no, seriously, uh, we apologize for the the. Uh, shortness of this episode, if that's a word. Um, but we just want to make sure we did something nice and quick here on this cold day. And hopefully, hopefully it's something that you can take and, and, uh, continue your own study from and, uh, possibly even start other, con- other conversations with other folks, uh, based on this this discussion about prayer. So if you will, uh, just stay tuned and listen to how you can help us out and, uh, possibly even leave some reviews for us.
Thank you for listening to another episode of Bible Conversations. We want to encourage you to check out our proud partners, Ministry League. They have a website as well as an app that you can download from your smartphone. Yeah, not only that, but also be sure to send us an email. You can reach us at kcocbibleconversations at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you what your thoughts and comments are on today's episode. And if you have any questions or any comments, anything that you would like to let us know, please send us a text at the following number, 972-905-0856. Yeah, and that way we'll be able to uh, get that comment and, and get back with y'all as well. And please leave reviews and comments. I know there's a lot of places that you listen to this podcast that you can leave comments and reviews. I know Apple Podcasts, I'm pretty sure iHeartRadio and others, you can mm-hmm. uh, leave reviews and comments as well. And last, but most certainly not least, we ask that you share this with your friends. Uh, we do our best to provide uh, biblical and, and, and strong uh, discussion, and we hope that you can feel free to share that with everybody that you love and come in contact with. Thank you all so much for all of your support. We love you.